listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Being successful at the swap required threading the needle. Items that were in demand had to be everyday foods, but not ordinary ones. As one founder routinely told newbies, I wouldn't recommend bringing brownies. I mean, unless they are like the best brownies ever, but everyone here can make brownies if they want them. The insider group wanted daily use items, but they had to be exotic, like plum vermouth jam. Ooh. Sweet tomato basil jelly. Come on through. Or, or a blood orange cocktail mixer. Mm. An iconic favorite was a lime marmalade someone brought early on because it combined a common food with an unusual flavor. Furthermore, while the swap was ostensibly trying to help people learn to cook and take back their pantries, the items the regulars desired were too complicated and time-consuming for most people to make. The core group wanted sophisticated gourmet foods or items that were pickled or canned, which required specialized skills. Local sourcing was also a plus and could overcome ordinariness. As an example of the popular grape jelly made with the homegrown grapes made clear. But growing food is a tall order for urbanites. We also saw that rejection of someone's offerings could lead to social rejection. As one elderly woman who came to a summertime swap discovered, her all-too-ordinary cupcakes with vanilla icing were untraded, and no one talked to her. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Monday. Ready to do some podcasting. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Search the Blackout Tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we appreciate those the we official do. weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme today's excerpt is from after the gig by juliet b shore um and it's talking about this uh special type of group so what this what this book is about is gig economy but it's also about the sharing economy mm. and not everything is a gig in the sharing economy some Mm-mm. stuff is um like there's time swaps where so for example karen is a lawyer i'm a janitor we both get into a social club that says our time we will donate an hour of our time for someone else and it goes into a bank and the more hours i put in the more i can get out so karen's a lawyer she says you know what i will do i will be a lawyer for you for one hour um for every hour i put in and then i'll ask for services so maybe she needs her house clean she comes to me hey i want you to give an hour of your services cleaning my house right but and then i'll put in an hour and maybe i ask someone who's a chef to come cook cook for me right that's how it's supposed to work um we'll get to those one day but um this one was a kind of a food swap thing a woman was like a black woman was like look we have to stop um wasting so much food and i have access excess food that i'm growing so i want to start a food swap so that you know maybe i have too many cucumbers in my garden but i can come here you have too many potatoes we'll switch right that way you eat some zucchini some some cucumbers that you wouldn't have eaten i eat some potatoes i wouldn't have eaten but the food doesn't get thrown away wasted whatever right but which seems like a great theory a lot all these things are great in theory oh yes but in practice what stopped them was snobbery yes because the way that you just ooh ah ooh plum vermouth that sounds good right plum vermouth takes time 
yes it does takes um expertise yeah you can know what you're doing you need access to certain types of equipment and stuff right right um it's not the same as bringing some potatoes Mm -mm. and so what happened was at the swap people were were like i don't want potatoes anymore i unless you do something fancy to the potatoes i'll take that so if you know some kind of way to ferment the potatoes and make beer okay well i'll eat your locally sourced potato beer i'll i'll drink that right but if you just brought some potatoes fuck you i'm not trading with you and it got to the point where it became a social problem because people were no longer hanging with the like it's supposed to be a positive social experience right new timers welcome first timers welcome learn to cook mm-hmm. you never cooked squash before well here's your chance right you brought some some jelly and we're yeah. gonna we brought some squash yeah and it was welcoming it was allowing everybody so if you want to do the exotic stuff you can do that along with the people that will may have been doing the basic stuff because like you said it 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 for a lot of people it's a financial barrier i might have kids like i might not have the time to invest in this sometimes week-long process or however long it take you to let it sit and for i don't i might not have time for that and it became this thing where they would get snobby about ingredients oh you brought uh this well is this um locally sourced okay does it have any preservatives in it okay so you made a oreo uh ice cream cake pie um does this use actual oreos in it oreo cookies that have preservatives in them i don't want this like and that yeah that's what it became and so snobbery defeated the soup the food swap because people essentially said um i don't want this basic bitch shit to get it out my face and so this thing that started with such a great idea such a community-based type of idea of like you know not wasting food meeting your neighbors getting out in the community it just died down because snobs killed it yeah and i'm not trying to be funny snobs kill a lot of shit it is a lot of shit that are great ideas and you do have people that come in and are like i am better uh this is beneath me my income and that's it and it becomes a way for them to, ju- to judge people and i think a lot of people m- have that in them and they don't just don't realize it like it's certain things i'm like Mm-mm. you know but it's not like i'm too above it i'm just like no nah, i'm not doing I think that it's that thing where uh one of the things about the book that is, i still find interesting is just my own takeaway people always and I, I mean i've been feeling this way for a long time but people always try to blame capitalism as an enterprise but individually we have shit in us that's like this yes. mm-hmm. whether it's a big corporation involved or not even as human beings outside the auspices of a corporation how many of us wrinkle up our nose at the idea of swapping time for our expertise with a janitor you know what i'm saying like if i went to school to be a lawyer i got all these student loans and all this shit and years and years of knowledge am i willing to swap an hour of me being a lawyer with an hour of you coming over and putting furniture together in my house a lot of lawyers not you see what i'm saying true that because and that's inside of them that's not right because this is the whole point of these things is to get outside of the (laughs) paradigm of of the capitalist economy and all this stuff is is to get us individually talking to ourselves and our friends and we're all coming to it with the spirit of giving and sharing that we all have different expertise because at the end of the day the lawyer is gonna have to pay somebody to do the service anyway right but it's like you 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 don't want to give your time up but then you have to pay somebody versus you give me your time and i give you mine right and that's what happened with the food oh you brought vanilla frosted cupcakes 
well i'm definitely not trading my motherfucking locally sourced ginger ale that i made bottled in my house I, you can get the fuck out of here and i'm not talking to you sharon go and get the hell out of here with your <laughs> old ass oh, thing you know well your finger's gonna be hurting now you just pull landscaping duty because i'm not fucking with you so it, it was just a interesting thing to think about how the thing that did them in was was themselves you couldn't blame that on the corporation you couldn't blame that on the mm-hmm. economy you couldn't blame that was and and it started by the, the type of people that were the opposite of that um some of these stories in the book are about just pure unadulterated capitalism you know uber mm-hmm. um uh what's the one um for where you live airbnb so, so some some stuff is that but there was some stuff that was and we'll get to some of these other places maker spaces that were became about how much you could flex by making impractical things like robots that did one function and then never worked again you know and you put hours and months in the work of working to making this impractical they could have been doing stuff like helping people fix cars or re reutilizing people's box and bikes and repairing things for the community so that people didn't have to spend extra money and they didn't have to you know they could have been taking hours to do that but it became impractical like impracticality became the point of the space and i think what when we don't confront those individual leanings inside of us mm-hmm that's why your societal things break down yeah and and also depending on you know the time and things like that uh a lot of black people were getting like this higher education and you know they were more income they were able to do things quote unquote like the white people so as far as you know that's some of that snobbery come in as far as they're concerned you know why would i go back to eating hog mogs and pig feet and all mm. that you know not trying like you said simple basic big shit you know i wouldn't do that well in this case you're talking about just like produce and shit you grow so we're not even talking about the stigma of racial you know like hog mogs and pig feet and shit we're just talking like oh you just brought potatoes that's it you didn't do nothing to them potatoes you know what i'm saying like oh you just but it took time to grow the shit if it came out there garden like right. it's work but that became the basic that became the basic people and i now the space is not about we're about lime marmalade now you see what i'm saying so it's just, it's just it just made me think about you know yeah. the way human beings operate because it's bigger than in a way it's bigger than the system but it's smaller than the system it's an individual change we all need yeah and it's also uh, a cool kids club because you mm-hmm. know no matter what people say nobody wants to be on the outside nobody wants to be not quote-unquote accepted and if you are your widow your people call you widow freak strange you know they because a lot of people like to kick people out of the group and like yeah. like 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 yeah. like, that, like that gives them a that gives them a motherfucking high i can tell you you don't belong here in the makerspace that became a problem you know and the thing is uh a lot of that comes with judgment a lot of that comes with i'm better than you know when the reality of a lot of that stuff is regardless of how much i may charge for my services is i'm an expertise in this service so i'm gonna take my expertise in this service and offer it for free for exchange for something else it's not really for free it's in exchange for something else but people see it as i'm doing this for free well society's told you that you being a lawyer is worth more and i and i and it's not that i necessarily disagree it's just in order to dismantle these concepts you have to have a radical mind that goes 
even though i have put in years and years and years of work to be an expert lawyer that is no different than someone putting in years and years of work of being an expert janitor correct and that type of reframing in your mind is damn near impossible for people it is you know and so what happens is you have people that were lawyers who will say i'll join the time swap but i don't want to do lawyering i want to also be a janitor or i want to be a gardener or i'll make bread because they were like i I, I already do lawyering all day i'm tired of it i don't want to do it this is going to be my escape i'm willing to do work but a certain type of work plus i get paid for this work and so if i if my massages normally cost 150 dollars an hour i'm not giving free massages away to janitor work that costs 20 dollars an hour no matter you know like no matter how good you are at it because society is deemed that so it's just a lot of stuff inside that it just made me think about that internally so yeah mm-hmm. and also and what's so funny a lot of times people look down on certain jobs but some people don't even really know how much certain jobs make because there are some jobs that people look down on where people get actually paid really 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 well but people just assume just because you're in you quote unquote have a certain position that you're not making any money well it's not just getting paid well the commonality of it yeah like being a, a garbage man is a well-paying job for mm-hmm. a lot of people but mm-hmm. it's just people are never going to look at that job as you're an expert in garbage and i would pay for your expertise the same way i would go out and get a free and pay for a lawyer they're never going to look at it that way so then when you create a space that's designed around reframing how people look at shit is that possible for people are they truly capable of doing that and i think in a lot of cases they are not nah for the for the average person nah they're they're not they're they're not built like that you have to be like a special person that actually truth be told put the community before yourself and the average person isn't willing to do that yeah butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, uh, before we get into the show, I just want to drop a couple of announcements. Number one, uh, we just, it's not out yet, but we recorded another episode of last week with Keith and the Girl, mm-hmm. on, last week on Keith and the Girl, uh, on Keith and the Girl's uh, VIP program. Uh, so you can actually get a month free of keith and the girl vip you can go sign up hear what we're doing over there if you're a keith and the girl listener and a listener of the blackout this is a great crossover um so just check it out by going to uh keith and the girl slash vip and putting in code tbgwt to get your month free i suggest you all do it mm-hmm. um hear me and karen chop it up with two of our favorite people yes um and then also um we are still looking for music submissions we need jingles okay for our segments we want to make sure that uh you know we don't get sued and we want to switch over to some other stuff it's either this or the music goes away i don't want to take the music away from Me y'all either but it just you know i also don't want to be you know going to court over this shit Mm-mm. so uh <laughs> uh we would like and we i think it would be fun to be honest to have some mm-hmm. jingles to get us in these transitions we're looking yeah. for music and- for uh guest the race yeah, it'd be a good way to 
to promote your stuff you can be like my stuff is on the podcast we definitely gonna shout you out we definitely gonna give you your credit mm-hmm. so we would love for people to submit jingles if you got some cool little ideas i know, know a lot of ta- i know a lot of talented people listen to the show they do so you know do that leave us that uh you know send us that jingle they don't have to be long like 20 mm-hmm. seconds or 10 seconds yeah, or something like long. that um but we will let her get jingles for our transitions into some of these new segments you, you know uh be creative think you know we'll, we'll we, we we will love to do it okay May, you know if it's funny that's even better all right so let's get into it speaking of which uh coronavirus news is how we're going to start today's show um let me see if i can find a coronavirus song um i know it's slim pickings lately but i think the slim pickings is actually kind of what makes it fun is uh they get more and more terrible the more we go down they do like i said you gotta do COVID nineteen. i know i know y'all what y'all want y'all y'all trying to find good songs i haven't got to yet but i'm looking for the (laughs) shitty songs i haven't gotten to yet so it's not it's probably not gonna happen (laughs) uh let's see i know some of these are duplicates too um seeing a lot of people submitted multiple songs uh by the same artist i see what y'all doing uh coronavirus bovid 19 by heartless g from the album heart of a g now i wonder if they say bovid 19 because they're a blood and they don't say c's mm-hmm. kind of like thug yoda on uh insecure i don't know let's find out if they bang them. the original badass blood drive high numbers numbers of security security is six feet the deal of Blood Nation is simple. Take pride, give help, don't kill kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all you have yeah. to do. Gang. Definitely a blood. First thing. R1. I've been taking niggas to another level, pull the string, but I ain't never played a cello. I ain't Wolverine, but the ting was metal. Better goof, nigga, whistle like a kettle. Got a mental temper, maybe me temperamental. Catch you, I can tell them, leave you when you're rental. Zooming on them, yeah, I'm stomping on a pedal. I won't get a plaque, but I deserve a medal. With all that is gold, you think that I was close to Midas. Gold like Corona, sicker than coronavirus. Don't know who told you, they should have kept the code of silence. Anyone forward, they still gotta go and rewind this. Replay, did it not dirty like Webay. You bitch with my runs, no relay. If she ever talks to the DA, I'ma pack her like Green Bay. Niggas started singing like J.E. Every rapper think that he Drake. You dick sucking niggas need a knee brace. Whoa, federal gets scary, uh. Violence for some petty, leave you shitting out curry. That's that new deli belly, uh. Gotta get this fetty, uh. Ferragamo Fendi, uh. Get the ops a blue pill, man, I swear these niggas barely up. Blue Giuseppe's, tell them, yuck. You can tell them very blood. Get chewed like blueberry gum. But my Hermes cherry plum. Rump a pum pum. When they dump that gun, run like rump a pum pum. Where I come from, blood run. Yeah, drip. Ay, switch it up. Ay, whip. Ay, then flip it up. Ay, yeah, hands. Ay, stack it up. Ay, gang. Ay, go bang it up. Ay, I was jumping in the rain. I was trapping in the mud. Play was playing with my 40. Stand down and got stuck. Mad jeans, Rick and Morty. Nigga, what you going nuts? I was spinning for my ones. I was on the rock of months. G still is the man. Got the plan, but this the fans. But that bitch is too addicted to what is the I was whipping in the kitchen with no fish and pan. Just a pot of stove and scale. We cook the fish and grams. I've been taking niggas to another level for the strip. Hey, look, that shit is not about coronavirus. I'm about at to all. say no. It's not about that corona, not even a little bit. But I liked it. He had some bars. He was uh definitely would not help you out 
with how to be safe out here Mm-mm. but i thought he did have some sick ass bars i'm surprised it was that far down on the list that that was a uh, pretty good work there all right let's get to i mean it's an f obviously because not didn't I, follow none of the rules i mean it's on beat it's hot I will, i'm gonna add it to my local playlist when i work out but obviously that that's a zero out of zero okay um all right let's get to coronavirus news uh china says the entire population doesn't need COVID 19 vaccine it's true um same way that not everyone needs to get the flu vaccine or everyone needs to get like it's herd immunity to a certain extent but you do need most people to have it in order to wipe it out you know to make it relatively uh wiped out um, but they also did shit to kind of help too yeah also it's china though so they could tell you you do have to get it and you, so china you saying you a- don't have to get it everyone don't have to get it is kind of a um positive right if they said you would have to get it you'd be getting a shot yeah they um made the statement at the vaccine summit in the city of shenzhen on saturday pointing to an increased confidence among policymakers of their ability to keep the virus at bay so basically because they are cooperating with the like as karen said because they're already you know cooperating at it uh with social distancing masking and stuff you're killing a lot of the spread right there's so they're saying they're looking for first line workers high-risk populations people like that to get the vaccine but not necessarily everybody Mm -mm. Uh, since the first wave of COVID-19 appeared in Wuhan China has already survived the impact of COVID-19 several times he said uh, according to state-run news agency China News Service Gao pointed to risk and benefits of mass vaccination like costs and potential side effects that could change uh, he said if the country sees another serious outbreak so another country uh benefiting from handling it better than america yes uh northeastern university dismisses student 11 students for attending a hotel party i mean of course kids are gonna do that that's uh it's kind of what kids do uh this, that's a part of a college experience and you're telling college students not to be college students basically i mean you're hoping and praying that that these kids will do smart things and that's not at all what people do in school no it is not it's kind of the opposite of those things is what people do in school cdc issues unprecedented order halting evictions for to prevent COVID 19 spread um this was from november 2nd uh citing risk of COVID 19 spread the trump administration on tuesday said it will halt u.s evictions through the end of the year wielding a rarely used power by the cdc under the order the cdc is halting residential evictions of people who are unable to pay full rent due to income loss and who expect to earn no more than ninety nine thousand dollars of income this year or no more than one hundred and ninety eight thousand if filing a uh, joint return you said november of I- this year until december the end of the no, year no you said the article was from november no it's from september the second okay did i say november i'm yes. sorry I was, I was like november we'll we in the future yeah i'm a time traveler everyone <laughs> i'm stupid i read it wrong sorry <laughs> no i'm just messing uh with you. the order does not offer any financial relief either for renters or for housing providers and it doesn't relieve anyone from having to pay their rent in full eventually it also doesn't prevent housing providers from charging interest or applying fees and penalties all right just so just more stress to you as a pile up 
these fees you can't afford already and will never be able to afford even right. by the end of the year. Right. So it's still no forgiveness. So you still end up going, you know, if you can't afford, you still end up going to get evicted. The order drawn mixed reactions from tenants and landlord advocacy groups as renters may be safe for now, but could face daunting back rent later while leaving small landlords potentially strapped for income. Right. Because these people move out and they can't pay. You're not trying funny. It's particularly if their credit is bad anyway, the, the fuck they care. They're going to be like, all right, you just, okay, it's, it's going to be on my, my, um, thing, but you know, it don't matter me, you know, and now the, um, landlord has rent that's not paid not just yeah and it, and it seemed like an easier solution like they did in many other countries would be to just pay the landlords not to evict people right like look we're not gonna you can't evict people we're gonna subsidize you a certain amount because not every landlord only on twitter is it like this so i don't even know i'm saying this most people probably don't think this stupid shit but every landlord is not some fucking like land baron fucking mm-hmm corporation and shit a lot of landlords are people that you know uh bought property and they're like you know instead of just throwing this shit away i'm gonna flip it into my retirement income Mm -hmm. or this is now passive income i'm earning right um and that doesn't make somebody fucking evil you know a lot of a lot of those places also are the places that help the community like um you know people that go look i have a friend that fell on a hard time they can stay in my uh condo or whatever and i'm not gonna charge them an arm and a leg and and abuse them and and do and manipulate them right. or whatever this is just to help help them out and if you know if another person i know has a hard time this is a place they can go like you know so it's so like not every landlord is the same as my point so the idea of being like fuck them all they landlords is kind of dumb to me yeah and people just sit at being idiotic and even a lot of the uh larger uh apartment places around the country a lot of them are willing to work with you hey we can lower your payment per month like because at the mm-hmm. end of the day they want their money they rather you stay there and they have somebody occupy and you pay what you can and we'll work around this then you leaving and they they can't comp- can't um get any money back right so this is interesting um yeah u.s won't join global coronavirus vaccine effort led by the who uh, of course not because trump hates the world health organization for some reason and i, I don't know why people keep falling for this right. you, you already know that the man lied about not understanding how coronavirus works and how and downplaying it and shit but the world health yeah. i don't get it yeah he, he plays dumb mm-hmm. he just likes causing chaos correct correct his whole thing is i whatever causes the most chaos that's what he does he purposefully and strategically causes chaos because you know what happens when chaos is going on you cannot see what's being snuck out the back door you cannot see what's being brought in you cannot see you know the the room changing you can't see none of that because you're in chaos i don't think i do not attribute nearly as much scheming to him as you do um i i i just think he lives in chaos i I don't even think it's some like because he got some secret plans happening behind here or this other thing you can't pay attention to i literally think something is wrong with him and he this is how he runs if he wasn't president he would run his life this way if he is president he runs life this way i don't even think it's i I just this is an evil fucking person you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like 
it's, there is no other shoe the other shoes right in your fucking face everybody sees it he's just, it's not even a magic trick you're not being fooled you're not being tricked it, it everything he does is very obvious like oh i just don't want the economy to look bad so i'm gonna downplay this and everyone that's smart goes the economy's gonna suffer no matter what yes it is but he thinks he can con his way into a good economy by pretending it's not real it's uh, he's not a smart man COVID 19 outbreak at a ski resort in germany linked to u.s citizen who refused to quarantine we are we are the worst see then motherfuckers wonder why uh they like no bitch you can't come over here yeah if you ain't already over here you can't come we are the fucking worst of course it would be us of course why would it not be us quarantine don't apply to us and plus it's somebody that got enough money to travel and go to the ski resort you they definitely ain't waiting the 14 days or whatever the country told them to do uh fuck it i'm going skiing if i get if i die i die you know that kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. uh we are some fucking idiots um here's a news article a news uh video i saw where they uh interview some people about of course wearing masks um let's cue this bad boy up i think you'll find it for me now hundreds have gathered here in front of the washington county administration building calling for the end of a mask mandate saying they are tired of not living their normal lives A passionate call for action Friday morning in St. George. Several police officers on standby as many locals called concerns about coronavirus spikes overblown. The flu kills more than coronavirus. Others calling the virus a hoax or stating that asymptomatic carriers simply do not exist and they cannot be forced to wear masks anywhere as citizens of the United States. Now, Karen, looking in this crowd, have you noticed anything yet? Oh, yeah, these white people. White people be the people up here showing their asses talking about no more masks. Yeah, like, there's a lot of flags and freedom imagery and signs and shit, but I don't see, where are the blacks? I mean, they may be sprinkled about, but I haven't seen any in this video so far. You know what? I hate to sound more, but you know what we're doing? Dying. So we can't be out here fucking marching and protesting. If we want to wear a mask, that's fine. We can take care of ourselves. Some rally attendees say they shouldn't ever wear masks if they have any medical issues or mental health concerns or if they feel they simply can't breathe. When George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, and then he died, and now we're wearing a mask, and we say, I can't breathe, but we're being forced to wear it anyway. But many... Bitch, you're not dying. What the fuck the fuck is this? A hundred. Fuck you, bitch. Sorry. They don't understand what oppression is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm what does they even have to we, do with George Floyd? We're we not even playing the game. My bad. What does this have to do with George Floyd? Not a motherfucking thing. How does this make sense? George Floyd had a mask. Uh, he was a person that couldn't breathe. And, yes, um, he died. I can't breathe in a mask. Uh, but you can breathe, though. Here's my thing. If you can't breathe in a mask, guess what you definitely need? To be inside social distancing. You can't even breathe in a mask. You definitely gonna die when the COVID hit. Think about this. You're not strong enough to breathe in a mask. I had asthma growing up. I can breathe in a fucking mask. You claim your little sissy ass lungs can't breathe in a mask at all. But your whole goal is to go out here and advocate for no one wearing a mask and not social distancing. Y'all are all close to each other. I only saw one mask in this video so far and y'all are no one social distancing and everyone's talking i can't breathe also how did you get to be the tough people 
you're the ones who say i will cry i will die if i wear a mask you're the tough person this is the general these are the people i'm supposed to believe are willing to sacrifice make america great these are the people that are willing to put it all on the line and stand for the flag and you're a pussy leave america if you don't like it well i say if you don't like it get the fuck out you don't like wearing a mask in america go go back to your country your shithole countries of ireland and uh places in europe because unless uh, <laughs> you are an, a Native American or Indigenous people, yeah, it's not your you people. Got, not your you came to this bitch on the boat. But I'm just saying, when he, whenever we don't like something, we got to go. So I think it's your turn. Stated that they believe in all cases, masks jeopardize kids' health. Parents are demanding they have the right to decide what to do with their children. I'll tell you another reason I hate masks. Most child molesters love them. School administrators responding that what? what are we are you sure you you sure this is real you sure this ain't some shit today the show doing they could uh, is they gonna pop out be like gotcha what are actors how much they paying these people that QAnon shit that's that shit they believe about the secret child molester pedophile ring and running the government and donald trump is the only one that can save us and shit that's some real shit these white people be believing and I, I see, I see, stay off them Reddit mission bo- message boards, people. <laughs> Child molesters love mask is a is the love take mask. I did not think I would ever hear in twenty twenty. Me either. Th- that's some new shit to me. Yeah. They don't understand why crowds are protesting them based on a mandate given by the governor. They blocked off the uh, front entrance to the school building, and we went out to ask them to move, and they uh, attempted to storm the school building. The school board is implementing the governor's. What? You- no, you can't go into the school. Same, got teachers same, and shit in there no same people mad about people marching in the streets over george floyd by the way Guarantee about the march y'all ass in the school and infect the teachers was going to infect the kids was going to affect you venn diagram is a circle of these motherfuckers going i don't know why these black people are upset about george floyd dying why they need to be in the streets they need to be home and, and to get out of the streets say it's a venn diagram of these motherfuckers right here and uh you know we're gonna block the entrance to a school because they said you gotta wear a mask yeah and uh a lot of them they're bored like a lot of people are very very bored because they have nothing else to do recent order that face shields alone are not enough and if a parent is adamant that their child cannot wear a mask or this dude got they have t-shirts that say i identify as a fresh air breather you know what that's a shot at right probably lgbtq people like i identify as a man i identify as a woman well i identify as a fresh air breather okay since we just making you got to respect my rights okay as a fresh air breather that's how i identify so take i don't want to wear no mask okay you can wear a dress you like i guarantee you that's how the fuck they believe wow Mm -hmm. they must fill out a form including a doctor's note so the district can review it in st george katie kralis abc4 news they got the children out there indoctrinated mm-hmm. in this bullshit. Yeah, and them babies gonna die and shit like that, and nobody's gonna care. They like we gonna sacrifice it all. Like it's honestly like Daily Show level parody, but this is that's America. Why I asked. This is America. This is real. This is not right. Not that's why people actors. be like, this ain't the America. Yes, bitch. Yes, it is. It's the same goddamn America. It ain't changed. Really walking out there without mask, doing this shit. This is. I swear to God. I swear to God, boy. Mm-mm-mm. We are in trouble yeah it wouldn't be so bad if your shit didn't affect me it affects me you're not wearing the mask impacts me 
this is america all right let's get into some other news here uh you're my bro you made a mistake father forgives man who raped and murdered his nine-year-old daughter um wow uh granville richie sentenced to death for rape and murder let me see sentenced to death today a judge upheld a death sentence against granville richie he's convicted of raping and murdering a nine-year-old girl and then dumping her body off the howard franklin bridge six years ago wow abc action news reporter isabel rosales was at the court today during a very emotional hearing it was absolutely an emotional day for the family of felicia williams even the judge cried But perhaps the most stunning moment came from the little girl's father and his calm words to the man who took his world. Judge Michelle Sisko handing down the state's ultimate punishment, death. May God have mercy on your soul, Mr. Ritchie. One by one, the victim's family described the sleepless nights. Granville Ritchie caused them by raping and murdering nine-year-old Felicia Williams, her grandmother. I just miss my grandbaby. Her sister. She meant the world to us, and he discarded her like she was nothing. Her mother. I've waited 2,310 days for this day to come. Felicia Demerson says she wore black to, quote, bury Richie today. The only thing I regret today is that I cannot ask for his fate. And that would be for him to be hung for him to feel what my daughter felt. Even the judge was unable to hold back her own tears. My heart breaks for you as a mother. Absolutely breaks for you as a mother. But one of the most remarkable moments came from the victim's father. I forgive you, bro. That's how strong my God is. I come in smile at you today with no harm or ill wills towards you. You my brother. You made a mistake. But you got time. You got time to get right with God, bro. William says Richie must answer to a higher authority. Get on your knees and you pray. Because the journey you got ahead of you, going to need God. But the journey toward justice isn't over. Richie will likely spend years in death row before his execution and after any and all appeals have been exhausted. In Tampa, Isabel Rosales, ABC Action News. All right, so I play that not to just, you know, to fuck with Mm y'all, but it made me think about um, what it would take to have prison abolition in our time, Mm -hmm. in in, in any time, really, in America. And I think it would take people feeling closer to how that father felt Mm -hmm. than how her mother felt. Mm-hmm. I, I know have... I don't have that in me. I already know that. I've said it all the time, and it's not to belittle people who do. I honestly do admire people that have the strength and the conviction to be able to process their feelings and let go of that type of energy. Uh, you know, honestly, um, I, I'm not a petty person. I'm not saying I'm some harsh person, but I definitely think there's a line where i can't imagine ever looking at somebody and being like i forgive you i'll let that go or I, I don't think i would get be able to do it you know but um i thought about that in the light of prison abolition because people are try to do these semantics where they're like mm-hmm. no we can have it without you having to forgive them no you can't because forgiveness and seeing someone as redemp redeemable go hand in hand yes they do and maybe you go well the victim family doesn't have to feel that way but but the judge and the people involved should feel that way the the lawyers and all that 
the the people in the uh criminal justice system quote unquote should feel that way and my question with you is so then when is you think society can do what that man did like we can just society people that don't not even know can be like yeah you know what we're we not we don't see this man as a person that needs to be put to death or locked away forever because to me what he did is i can't imagine a way i can't imagine how you can forgive him i can't imagine honestly you know um and i saw you know a couple when i put it on my twitter or whatever a couple people was like you know i just don't even see it as i just see it as man like a man forgiving another man like on some bros for hoes type shit i i don't see it that way that's it's deeper than that because that's it that is his daughter i I mean i don't think it was as simple as you know men are more valuable than women to me so Mm -hmm. i don't care because that that's the to me that's also the scary thing about religion because religion can justify so much it can but when we see somebody that really try to righteously live that type of like life and value system yeah, yeah they trying to we best, immediately yes. turn it into a negative right we like, turn it into to like they are just like what the fuck is wrong with them like he might just really believe that shit that's true you know what i mean and I, i'm not saying that i know you know as a person that's not a necessarily a believer that uh some people you know i think they tighten up whenever i talk about these topics you know i've had people say that in the past but this is not a judgment of him i'm literally saying like to me this is what a lot of times the righteousness that people talk about when it comes to christianity this is what it would look like mm-hmm. and i don't think a lot of people have that they don't you know a lot of times it is putting your life on the line for somebody else a lot of times mm-hmm. it is literally turning the other cheek when no one else would yes sir that's why people say you know christ was so great and we aspire to be like him and you know uh and yet people who claim to be christians often are the main ones mocking these type of people yes they do like you the fool you're like you you got to be out your mind i wouldn't you know and my thing is like if that's the walk and that's what's in the book and that's what the fucking goal is i don't really see how you can knock it you know what i mean like i mean or you can knock it but then don't tell me that's your faith i don't like your faith says this is the ultimate highest high this is the most achieved like impossible achieve to achieve but the place you need to be trying to strive to get to and so it just feels like people always try to find an angle to dismiss this kind of shit but mm-hmm. i think now my thing is that I, of course i don't believe prison abolition will ever come to fruition but my my thing is for it to come to fruition we would need to as a society see moments like this and and be as understanding for that father as we are for the other relatives um and i don't think i don't know if we'll ever get there agreed okay all right um no no thoughts on it other than that yeah i mean there's not really too much to say because this is about the same way i feel about uh the the child who uh came and told the, the white woman that he forgave her and everybody acted the motherfucking fool you know uh I feel like it's their right and it's their their choice, you know, and I do agree with what you're saying as far as if that's what uh he chose to do, that's that's a very uh courageous thing because the average person would not do that. The average person wouldn't forgive somebody that slight them wrong, you know, in, in in something half a fraction compared to this. You know, a lot of people willing to, you know, cut you off and put put you out of their life if you owe them money <laughs> we're not talking about taking a child away from you so you know it's it's just one of those things where 
uh it takes a lot of self-reflection it takes a lot of maturity it takes a lot of looking outside of yourself it takes a lot of that work that everybody quote unquote claims that they're trying to do but the average person is not trying to do or either they pretend like it and then when something happens what what's in you comes out of you and the right. truth will be told if you're trying to actually strive and like you say prison abolition prison abolitionist uh a lot of that forgiveness isn't part of the process but that's the part nobody wants to talk about rehabilitation uh putting people back in society you know if you have this thing where you have community and shit like that forgiveness is a part of the process but you know particularly in this country we are not a country that does forgiveness we are a country you do something to me we are eye for an eye country you you fuck with mine um i'm gonna fuck you up you're gonna go to jail we live in a punishment society so you're asking a punishment society to actually do some non-violent shit and that's very hard to do i think also it's easier to because i see this a lot in uh documentaries i watch about murders and all this type of shit a lot of times i think it's easier for people to feel that they can forgive you when they feel justice is being done correct so it's like you're getting the death penalty i can't get my child back Mm -mm. so you need to get right with god before your soul is off this earth because you're never gonna be free you did that shit and for me to move on i'm gonna i'm gonna forgive you because forgiveness is really about yourself internally right like yes how do i how do how do i move on from this Mm -hmm. how do i manage to either cope with this um pack this in whatever and i think different people feel different ways some people feel like the anger is their their freedom or whatever like i'm gonna be angry about this forever some people feel like um you know uh you know maybe even killing the other person would make him move on or you know it just feels like it's all emotional shit and it's it to me it seems like it varies from person to person like i don't know that that mother has moved on any more than the father is going to ever be able to move on right and you know and it's one of those things where in our society forgiveness is looked at as as a, a weakness we live in a society where you go forgiveness kindness caring love right. that shit is joked upon we live in a society where it's bitterness petty jealousy that's the shit that did it reigns supreme you know not not the not the part that everybody pretends like uh uh they're exercising when your actions show me otherwise yeah you know i think and i think also another thing that happens this is new information for us but everyone in that room has had since that event happened to deal with it correct like, like how she said it's been 2000 blah 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 days she's, and she's lived with that this many hours like she's lived with that and wish she could still hang that man her fucking self mm-hmm. and everyone taking that amount of time may feel you know they may process it differently after 2000 days agreed to get to a certain point and like i said some people may never move on mm-hmm. i don't like I, and that's the other thing i don't think forgiveness is necessarily moving on in in the way that people vision it where right. i forgave you it this now a wall goes up it is over i no longer mourn this loss i mm-hmm. no longer i just you know i just think mentally people arrive at different places but i do know this the heart if you read or talk or study any of this stuff about prison abolition criminal justice uh abolition and all this stuff the heart of it is and this is the part they they try to trick you on 
but the part heart of it is you need to have this type of radical forgiveness people are gonna lie to you people are gonna try to trick you they're gonna do all these semantics and try to like fucking you know come up with different ways to 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 handle it but there the truth of the matter is if we can't get a society to feel that people are not quote-unquote trash and irredeemable and to be killed and discarded then we're never going to get there no no we're, we're, we're not and, and also i think for a lot of people because they know this is something that they would never do and not not everybody but some people feel maybe ashamed for feeling that way so instead of acknowledging you know why do i feel why is this person doing this action making me feel a certain way is they turn into fuck him fuck him fuck and him, also fuck him. the other thing about this process is such a public process correct but it's a private thing mm-hmm. every person involved in this is an individual mm-hmm. so this man's forgiveness has nothing to do with her mother's uh mm-hmm. anger nothing they're individuals Agreed. you know this yeah. happens all the time with us too as as a married couple we're like well I, you know we got the like nah we're karen's a person i'm a person we get on this mic she might have an opinion but unless i, I if i respect her individuality and you respect it as an audience member then you'll understand we don't need to be on the quote-unquote same page all the time no, to not. still respect each other and love each other and uh uh and all that stuff and i think even in this case this is something that you had time to think about you're talking like i said thousands of days between the event and this and this moment of sentencing mm-hmm. i'm sure this has been on their minds way more than it is ours this is our first time hearing it's probably not their first time thinking and saying or whatever right so we're we're like at the beginning stages of the process yeah so i like i just like i said man I, and i'm gonna always feel this way uh so maybe it'll come up on the show again but i felt the same thing with the both on john proud i i respect whatever your autonomy is if you are especially as black people too many people see us as avatars and filter their shit through us like yes you owe me you owe me your anger or you owe me your forgiveness or you owe me that's the only thing i reject yeah, you know, you Christian owe- Cooper. I felt the same fucking way. I'm. A, yeah. Hopefully, I die feeling this way. I, I, because I would rather respect a black person as an individual than than put the heap of every emotion into you because we're both black. So you owe me behavior. You owe me your mental state. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's very frustrating because we we claim we're not a monolith. We claim that you know we have all these freedoms but yet we demand on other black people the same thing that white people demand on us dance for me because that's literally what you're telling them i'm mad so you must be mad i'm sad so you must be sad i'm happy so you so you're demanding them to perform for you but you turn around you get mad at white people for demanding that you people forgive and okay i understand that you're literally doing the same thing allow Mm -hmm. them to respond however they want to respond and be okay with their response and and respect that they're their individual and because you are viewing their individuality and if you grant them that you're actually granting yourself freedom because what i say because that's why i look at this shit at christian cooper and i go oh yeah i completely understand where he's coming from i you know what if he don't want to participate if he's over it and he just wants to move the fuck on you don't owe me shit brother do your thing do your thing but if it was me you know what i mean because i'm able to 
say he's a different person he's christian cooper he's not rod morrow i'm able to be like yes but rod morrow would just go to court rod morrow would be like yeah she should probably go to jail you know what i'm saying but for him i brother i would still respect you you didn't do nothing wrong it's a, to me it's the same as saying uh someone gets sexually assaulted you got to go to trial you got to take that to court hey you don't have to do anything if you don't want to that's between you and whatever you feel inside but for me let's go to court you know what i'm saying and that's and some and that's honestly that's how i hope i would be in that situation because once again it didn't happen to me so it's easy for me to say maybe i would arrive to the same conclusion if i went through the same steps as this person yeah and it's also you know one of those things where you we want you to be the avatar if something traumatic or tragic happens to you on a public platform that white people see you are obligated to 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 represent our blackness Mm -hmm. that's 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 not fair and that's not right Mm -hmm. you know the same pressure white people put on us like i say we put on us too you know and you know that's the kind of double-edged sword of blackness you know and there's nothing wrong with people rejecting that and going no 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 y'all have the right a lot of times the people that like out of forget they go okay you had a right to feel that way but the people on the other side they don't get it's the, the the that compassion is not extended it's like no you must you must you got right. to you got to you must and the other person's like no nah, i don't really have we're, to do we're that. not a monolith but we have a hard time because of everything we've gone through as a people that yes, has, that has forced us to be together we do mm-hmm. we have a hard time imagining outside the monolith we yes. have a hard time with that and I, I think we all do i'm including myself in we Me too. you know there's uh, in, in certain you know, areas yes i feel the same way too there's times i'm just like i can't imagine a black person coming to this conclusion or i can't imagine a person that is black who i identify with on some level doing something different than me but it's not fair to those people and i'm trying to unwork that out of my brain because it's not it's not productive no it's not And, and what i've learned too is that when you hear stories like this they impact you they affect you and you go through your own process of i don't know how i would handle that which 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 is a normal feeling process but then it becomes that outward projection which causes the arguments online, which causes people to go back and forth, which causes you to be angry, which causes you to you to be sad and depressed because you're engaging with, with all these people with all their emotions and y'all tossing and throwing emotions at each other. And actually nobody's listening to anybody because it's almost like the battle of the sexes. People have drawn lines when yeah. it comes to this. People are like either I'm 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 either team forgiveness or I'm team fuck it you yeah, know and you had to be too yes and that becomes the gender thing for a lot of people for but for the average person it's nuance in there for the mm-hmm. average person it really is it's nuance it's it's a process that you have to go through and everybody comes to their own conclusion and i feel like people need to respect other people's uh conclusions yeah and say i don't agree but that's okay but this wanting and 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 demanding that people well, must uh, do things i have I, a problem with that yeah now i have to think less of you now correct you did that no um all right uh watch the west coast smoke has getting sucked into a pacific cyclone a thousand miles away yeah and what's so fucked up is that the west coast is burning and i truly feel if this was happening on this coast it would be a bigger thing i I mean 
because this is what a news media and all i don't even know is. that it would be a bigger thing this is pretty fucking big mm-hmm. everyone's talking about it uh donald trump doesn't care about it because those people didn't vote for him correct if it happened on the east coast guess what else those people didn't vote for him also there was a fucking there were um either tornadoes or something like so many tornadoes was a hurricane that happened in the midwest in country a state that did vote for him guess what he said nothing because he don't care he don't care you know that's a lot of smoke we're not supposed to have a president that just don't care (laughs) right that's what the fucking problem is like you have a whole fucking president just like yeah i don't really give a fuck about these people or this shit they should have voted for me next question and motherfuckers really like motherfuckers out here marching and protesting about not wearing a goddamn mask yeah here's a gif of it i don't know if y'all can see it but uh i'll get it to play but yeah that is smoke from the whole west coast burning going into a cyclone out in the motherfucking middle of the pacific ocean is it gonna form into something what is it gonna do is it gonna it's a cyclone it's already formed into something and now it has smoke this is motherfucking this is insane oh it's gonna transform and then turn around and hit the coast again i don't know if it will hit the coast or not but the fact that that's a thing right there's sea life out there too experiencing that i'm yes, sure it is. i'm sure it's helping the ozone layer i'm sure that's great right what the fuck and motherfuckers out here talking about it's a boy it's a girl and started extra fires on top of the fucking fires that normally lack come this time of the year yeah stop that shit sorry i wonder what he's gonna do today i wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow this guy this guy's just pissing he's pissing all over us he's pissing on you what what does it taste like she puts it tastes like because you know what it tastes like piss to me i fucking hate them and i and i have a question mm. is it me or the same people that uh do these um gender reveal parties and starting fire are the same people not wearing the mask it, it has the theme of whiteness i don't know i don't know <sighs> I, I just don't know uh these motherfuckers got guns the, like what happened to slicing open some cake okay I, to like, a cupcake. I already know the woke motherfuckers listening are gonna be like gender reveal gender's not a real thing it's a construct you're right okay but we can't get these dummies if a motherfucker got dynamite that's blue or red right. they're not on the level of us convincing them they are not that gender is a social construct so yeah. let's start where they are which is what the fuck happened to the cakes remember the cakes yeah they got acme uh tnt that's blowing up yeah they yeah they ordered you used to just store. cut open a cake and it was either blue or pink inside what happened to just releasing balloons in there what happened to that it used to be it used to be so simple when did you start exploding shit and why yeah you can you can buy things online that's like hey you can you can purchase this and it'll blow up gender reveal uh i got a gun i'm gonna shoot everybody at the party and uh if you breathe if you bleed blue it's a boy <laughs> okay if you bleed red uh you, you go to the hospital you get checked out if you bleed pink it's a girl okay yeah, so you know gender reveal we don't know who might die male or female right you know people have died at some of these gender reveal we put car bombs under everyone's car if they blow up pink, ah, ah! we got a girl 
like what is happening i don't know what is it like is it about damage property damage now oh the uh i looked at the forest and um it's burning but the smoke is pink so congratulations congratulations okay you burned everyone in oregon but congratulations on your child whose gender you still don't know because gender is a social construct okay oh my god (laughs) these motherfuckers uh my nightmare happened i keep warning y'all about it i've been talking about this for years now everyone knows it me and chris want to write a movie based off of it but um a a toilet snake has struck oh Mm -hmm. now toilet snake is a movie that me and chris want to write about snakes coming up through the toilet pipes and you know attacking people i don't know the uh i don't know about the range on this movie how many people we plan on watching it i mean now the theaters aren't a thing we can go straight to amazon but i know you netflix sure buys netflix buys everything yes, and they do this is a half-assed idea i think they need to get into toilet snake the movie uh here we go oh no nigga yep the snake is still alive it's in the toilet um and you can see there's blood on the toilet because it bit a boy oh a little boy uh 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 18 year old so, oh a ma- yeah a quote-unquote man but yeah yeah a boy yeah um, 18 yes i looked down i saw there was a snake hanging in the toilet uh syrup pop musakarat said uh his serpent <laughs> serpent circumcision occurred tuesday approximately 12 miles north of bangkok oh it was banging some cock all right come on uh after the reptile allegedly infiltrated the pump plumbing uh he recalls watching smartphone videos on the toilet when all of a sudden he felt a searing pain in his nether region yeah because it probably thought it was under attack it was like oh another snake has entered the my, the my area my den and what now, you're doing here right and now it's time to attack this one at that point the hard five boy stood up with the snake still attached and he had to slam a door on the reptile causing it to release his grip he then howled in terror and rushed out of the now blood splattered bathroom with his pants around his ankles wherein the serpent actually slinked back into the toilet bowl oh couldn't get out what if it's like one of those flintstone snakes it's a living (laughs) i know (laughs) i know this they they opened it up and the snake was like i had to bite him (laughs) when you to flush the when you go to flush the toilet the snake reaches out and pulls the lever for you and goes it's a living (laughs) uh noticing her son's distress the teenager's mother attempted to calm him down before emergency services rushed the poor soul to the hospital to have his mangled member repaired yeah because you gotta wonder too what kind of snake yeah did it poison you right like is a cobra is this a fucking you know am i gonna take three steps and die from this motherfucking snake and you're trying to calm down because you know with you being heightened it causes more blood to flow out because your blood is pumping quicker and i don't know but you about you but i would have a hard time calming down if a snake bit my dick and i wouldn't blame you and you, that's not an area where your mom's gonna suck the poison out Mm-mm. i mean i've seen those uh x videos okay that's not Mm-mm. this is not that's not what you Mm-mm. want Mm-mm. that's no <laughs> that was some black snake moan for you wasn't yeah, it? it was some black snake moan the doctor said my penis can be used as a normal as a normal soon gushed a grateful teen who is currently recovering at the hospital 
as for the snake i wonder if he was just jacking off on the toilet and that's how the snake found him oh my i've opened it up to pee i don't know because i mean you have to almost be sitting down on the toilet he said he was looking at videos I'm so maybe not paying attention his penis yeah. got too erect and then the snake was like oh okay so you on instagram looking at butts <laughs> but i'm starting to feel like you threatening me down here it's not it's getting less and less room Mm-mm. back up off me despite the painful ordeal his mother said she's relieved that the snake was non-venomous python and not a deadly cobra nonetheless she predicts her son will be scared every time he goes to the toilet mm-hmm. yeah i mean this is one way to definitely um make yourself start checking before you start using the bathroom anywhere yes sir i'm glad i got i'm glad i got the party lights in there now so you can see yep um in january uh a thai woman had to be hospitalized after the snake sunk his fangs into her thigh while she was doing her business oh well these goddamn toilet snakes on this goddamn plane <laughs> get these motherfucking toilet snakes uh sam jackson we got an idea for a sequel buddy I'm come just on saying holla at your boy uh tori lanes has apologized to megan Thee stallion for allegedly shooting her mm. oh that's good you know uh we just talked about forgiveness and apologies uh let's see what he said in his apologies um it was a text she got 15 hours after she claims he shot her in her feet uh and then he's begging for forgiveness he wrote i know you probably never gonna talk to me again but i genuinely want you to know i'm sorry for him the bottom of my heart now i don't know why this bothers me it may not bother anyone but me but um i don't need you to use the letter u instead of y-o-u in your apology i don't know why go ahead and give me the other two letters dog i want it all okay and you did it multiple times so i know it's on purpose you got all the space you know you know sometimes they live in the no business is unlimited space you you got room for the extra letters like i don't want your i don't want no emojis i don't want the gun the, right, the no water emojis. gun emoji like sorry about the water gun emoji with the feet emoji and mm-hmm. then the woman dancing i'm mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. you better have sincerely yours truly at the bottom of it his only explanation for the violence is uh he says uh i'm sorry from the, i'm genuine i want you to know i'm genuinely sorry from the bottom of my heart i was too drunk i was just too drunk i've been drunk too i ain't never shot nobody well i mean that means you haven't been too drunk you know what right i haven't been, i guess i haven't been too drunk then <laughs> in a taxi right i ain't i ain't been a busted happen ass drunk i've <laughs> never been that drunk then that people do get that drunk though i've seen uh several parties have ended because someone got that drunk but uh yeah the taxi never references shooting or a gun which makes sense i'm sure his lawyers wouldn't want him to do that in the word in the in his words nonetheless shit should have never happened and i can't change what i did i just i just feel horrible he because he, he repeats because i genuinely just got too drunk yeah uh okay so <sighs> care you forgive no not right now no mm. like right like 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 right like you know because everything's still fresh so no bitch you mm. shot me no go to jail yeah man that's pretty horrible i don't know i wonder how tmz got those um 
got those screenshots and or whatever got that information paid somebody yeah but i mean, I wonder if it's through megan herself or or what because mm. i know that she was saying he was sending information about it trying to excuse it and make excuses for it with uh the through through the media back channels through rumors so i wonder if she's doing the same thing now being like well shit you got rumors let me get on the truth you never know yep um tory lanes denies that his streams have dropped after the megan the stallion shooting because that's really important priorities <laughs> oh y'all out here saying my streams dropped <laughs> let me clear up any confusion okay this is important okay it's time y'all been waiting for me to speak for weeks and uh it's time for me to finally say what i got to say my streams is not dropping because of what y'all think okay so these bullets are (laughs) shell cases is dropping but not my streams Mm -mm. (laughs) that's what i want to make a public statement clearing up put forbes on the phone Mm -hmm. hello forbes yeah um it's tory lanes i know y'all have lots of questions for me (laughs) let me me talk about the important shit them streams (laughs) let me clear this up right away because i don't want there to be no misconception about what Mm -mm. exactly where Mm -mm. i stand on the issues Mm -mm. i gotta let the hoes know my numbers ain't going down right my numbers are still right jesus christ um all right let's move into some other stuff um what else do i feel like talking about uh how about uh some uh, fucking with black people i think we'll do that okay there's my okay fucking with black people music we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right y'all time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody yay let's see who's fucking with us today halsey is being called out for cultural appropriation after wearing box braids oh we finally got her y'all okay i don't know who this is secret white women amongst us have been sliding by too long and now everyone's a suspect including halsey it's not unusual for celebrities to get called out for cultural appropriation or even blackfishing when they sport a hairstyle that has historically been worn by people of color particularly traditionally black hairstyles with box like box braids or dreadlocks so halsey who's been on the music scene for years now had the goddamn nerve to walk around with some with some box braids karen okay mm-hmm yeah um and uh her, her father is black mm-hmm. maybe you know maybe i'm the coon yes yeah, her father is black but uh and her mom is white and she has some box braids 
and now she's canceled karen it's over it's a wrap shit like that don't bother it's me. done it's over with karen okay you a coon you a bad black person i am i'm gonna tell sold I'm out. A... you just sold out all the black women by the way uh, apparently i did because shit like that don't bother me i mean she it got... should why because she culturally appropriating so. black people karen look at the coon i knew it would be your bop do 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 yeah so zero to 100 oh i'm zero fucked with uh i you know like i said i know i'm a coon because even if she was a full-ass white woman i don't give a fuck i don't care i don't oh care. you took it all the way to the extreme okay i see you player um i'm zero percent fucked with mostly because she is a black woman so i don't know why yeah because that would be i think we may be paranoid the mm-hmm. jessica krugs of the world have us on edge mm-hmm. we're always looking for the secret white women amongst us mm-hmm. and uh maybe we've gone too far yeah and 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 truthfully the people i'm not gonna lie the people that have gone too far have turned me the opposite right i'm like i don't give a fuck with these white women well like i'm to the point where oh y'all y'all mad about every white woman that ever wore a box braid i don't got i don't got time to be mad at all the white women i don't give a fuck what they will yeah i'm more along those lines too but you know as a black cishead black man you know i feel like i'm not supposed to say that but yeah and and, and, you know. and my thing is it's white women that wear black braids and be like i'm white i'm white though y'all I, I know i'm white i'm not trying to claim nobody nothing black yeah i just mostly don't care right it's not that important you to know me. but i but but it's not but the thing is i feel the same way if a white dude rock the fucking fade i i just mostly i that's there's certain things i think that maybe it's because we're from the south i don't know but there's certain level of shit that i'm like yeah i can see how that'd be annoying to some other black people but it's definitely just not my on my radar of things that i give a fuck about right because you know and i try funny in my mind i i because i don't want my anger used as a weapon or a tool and i can't be angry all the time i have certain levels of where i put my angerness and a white woman with box braids is low on the agenda if i'm going if i'm going to take my energy and pour it into something it's gonna be about some real fucking shit not a white woman wearing box braids my thing is that this isn't even a white woman though no she's not but the way they responded they assumed she was white right so i mean that te- if that tells you that should tell you something that motherfuckers went after her and she they could have googled her daddy is black and yeah, but- saved themselves a post <laughs> Yeah, because they don't care, and they made it a big-ass controversy for people to come back and turn around and be like, hey, y'all know she's a, a, a she got a whole-ass black daddy, but, you know, them niggas don't give a fuck. They're going to be like, she's still white. She look white. She get white privilege. Yeah, it just ain't for me. And then mm-hmm. I, I I really do think this Dolezal, Rachel Krug type shit has got people into, I, 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 you I, know, I, I, think, I think the colorism discussion has turned into light-skinned people are white right and, and i know motherfuckers true. won't admit that but that's what a lot of it's turned into right and that's which is not you're not true. even black now you're just white which is ironic because that's what a lot of light-skinned people that's the head trip they grow up with yes is being feeling like they belong to no group and then what do we do as adults essentially spend all this time trying to tell them they don't belong in the into any group which which i think is bullshit you know right. like and um i think there's a way to be critical of colorism with within and without the community without trying to turn it into 
and because your light skin your experience is not that of a black person and uh it's very difficult to keep that nuance but most people do not seem to be able to right because that that that's that's a false statement if you identify as uh black and you are black your black experience is your black experience like and can't nobody take that away from you your racism and the things that you had to deal with those those are your life experiences and you know it's one of those things where we're all hurt and we're all trying to navigate this white supremacy the best way we can and people use the anger and the bitterness and the uh feelings that we have towards white people to constantly keep keep us in this constant rage and this constant anger and like i said a few years ago i have learned i refuse to let my anger be used as a weapon to keep me uh on 100 all the time I, like i said I, I do get mad about shit but it's going to be about some real shit to get mad about not everything that happens yeah i think it's also funny too because it, it and this happens a lot in academic spaces it happens a lot with the twitter arguments it's one of the reasons i try not to get into these discussions but there's this idea that everything that motivates a certain type of person means they had a certain type of experience so if you are a dark-skinned black woman then you have been you have internalized and believe you are ugly and no one's attracted to you no one's ever treated you right and it's all because you're dark-skinned and you're a black woman and yeah that's that's not like not not every black there every dark-skinned black woman's even had that experience right like shit varies Mm -hmm. you know there's other you know the type of body you have is in like how do you carry your weight so there can be a fat person that's not seen as a charity case or some or ugly hideous person but they are fat you know what i mean and they have they've lived it it doesn't dismiss their experience but not every experience is the same right so you know that so that i don't know it's like this weird hierarchy that comes about Mm -hmm. when people start talking as if it's just like well every light-skinned woman has obviously been called beautiful and treated great and everyone loves them and every dark-skinned woman has been called you know ugly and treated terrible their whole life and it's like you know there's a lot of places in between that people can go and not everyone the prescription doesn't have to be the same for everyone as far as like solutions and uh, and and alternatives to how to fix these things right and it boils back down to the things you were saying everybody wants everything to be cut and dry everything has to be black or white and if it's not black or white they will slice it to make it black or white regardless of uh or what kind of straw man's argument they have they feel like it has it, got to be black or white and i would accept nothing less than right or wrong uh but yeah i obviously give this one a zero just because it's housey if it was a white woman i probably would give it a 25 or something though i'm not even gonna front um so. yeah it's one of the things where you go i'm irritated but 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 it ain't worth me uh being at a thousand yeah my thing is that i get why it was it's it's fucked up because mm-hmm at some point it's like you know how people feel about this and right i'm not saying it's the end of the earth but it's like a lot of shit where just like to be a good person takes less effort than to do this and i honestly do think our rage is used against us Mm -hmm. and i'm saying ours black people but obviously i'm not a black woman but Mm -mm. i think they're using the rage against you i think the kardashians Mm -hmm. go viral off of this shit yes they They, do they know at this point so then the question is why do you want to keep helping them to further their goals the same Correct. way it was with tommy lauren candace owens 
a lot of these people are using your rage right against you and you're helping them right at any time you could check out if you opt to yeah so uh neighbor of white professor who outed herself for pretending to be black describes a long history of troubled behavior a neighbor of supposed black pretender jessica crook says there was always trouble when the two women crossed paths during a venomous relationship that involved missing mail insults and bitter confrontations documentary filmmaker anna anderson anna anderson 39 lived in the same east harlem building for five years but first crossed swords with krug a history professor at george washington university in 2018 i used to have a blue apron subscription which is a a mail delivery service and one day my food delivery didn't show up so i asked my landlord if he could check the cameras and he said do you have any beef with jessica and i'm like i don't know who jessica is and he said she stole your package and threw it in the garbage (gasps) oh what mm-hmm. expensive as blue apron is mm-hmm. threw that white woman package in the garbage when she did it a second time i got really pissed off right crook 38 confessed to posing as a black woman for years we already know that part of the story she's a jewish woman from kansas city kansas um she did step down from her job uh she won't be teaching classes blah blah blah. this whole time i thought she was spanish never thought she was black but that was not something i was spending my days worrying about anderson said Mm -mm. things just got uglier anderson said she contacted police about the missing mail and that she spoke by phone to a judge about the matter the nypd was not immediately able to verify the account according to anderson crook would also lock her own bike up so that it would lock anderson's bike in too I oh, told her crazy crazy <laughs> right yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> oh okay oh okay oh oh you crazy i am uh i told her to unlock her bike from my bike and she said what are you gonna do call the cops you know what the cops do to people like me arrest you yes and you yeah they arrest you First of all, they're not going to arrest her for the bike uh, lock thing. No, that's not going to happen. Two, um, you see what she did there? She said, I'm black. And what she sees blackness as is our oppression protects us. Right. I told Randolph this on, on Three Guys On when I was on there, I think, a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, why would someone do this? You know, because it's kind of a acceptance that black people are on the lower part of the caste system. And he's like, why would you want to do that? Why would you have a, you're a white woman. Why would you want to come down to this? And I said, because the same reason white comedians look at flyers and see two black people on it and go, how come they got to get two black people on it? That's oppression. I wish I was black. I would have all the things. Mm-hmm. If I was black, do you know how easy my job would be? I would be much funnier. I'd stand out from all the other comics. Bitch, I'd have a TV show. A I'd have movies. And meanwhile, we're like, have you seen, uh, have you seen the awards? Have you seen the high, the list of highest earners in Hollywood? Have you seen the number of people who have, um, it's irrelevant. uh, com- comedy specials? Have you seen most flyers? for stand-up is just white people and mostly white men Mm -hmm. they they have convinced themselves because they don't understand what oppression is Mm -mm. and they have such privilege they've convinced themselves that the real privilege is to be oppressed and so that response that she had right there is one of 
being oppressed is the real privilege i wish i was oppressed you know if you call the cops on me you're basically trying to kill me so you better not call the cops meanwhile i'm agitating you i'm trying to make you do things that would have you call the cops yes Uh, i'm calling the cops on you i used to go out running she would pass me when i'm running and say gentrifying maybe she was talking about herself though you know yeah yeah i mean i excuse me i'm just trying this block uh i don't know why yeah you need to beat it yeah (laughs) i've claimed this space i've already reclaimed these black people's space and uh you you in my way bitch now slide over gentrifying come to the side it can only be one of us at a time on your left cap okay (laughs) 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 we both can't be it ain't no roof above us okay all right this is it's like a showdown and shit there's only time there's only room for one to gentrify on this street and it ain't you now beat it <laughs> they uh they having a what is that a a standoff uh at noon mm. with the tumbleweeds and shit and, yeah <laughs> and they're like they're like who can <laughs> they're like who can do box braids first right that's that 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 uh that old-fashioned uh what do they call those things standoff or whatever mm-hmm. like meet me in the, the middle of uh the organic uh coffee shop ah! at high noon you're going down and that whistle goes like fucking dirt yes first person to their cell phone to call 911 <laughs> you feeling lucky bitch well do you good god this is what they think we are though right they think we're just uh, and and maybe it's because like i said the circle she was getting popular in online are occupied by a lot of those type of people that is very much like blackness is woe is me it's terrible is this is that and we should get all the opportunities hit my cash app blah 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 so i can see how you would mock that form of blackness without understanding it even though i'm not one of those type of black people i still have understanding for those type of black people because i'm like yeah that's your experience whether it's academia whether you're just on twitter giving all your knowledge away for free what they ain't doing is going around and agitating people they're not doing that right because you're black and you understand you truly understand you're not saying it just to say it you truly understand. still have a black experience right you know even if you act all bold and antagonistic online you're not locking white people's bikes in Mm -hmm to start some shit and then when they go to call the cops going you know what they do to people like me you wouldn't say that because you do know what they do to people like you right and so you don't want to deal with the cops and you don't have to just it's just this is what she thought blackness was yes uh she's five foot uh, anderson is five foot nine but says she never felt threatened by crook she called me white trash which is funny because i'm a white immigrant from sweden uh, <laughs> little uh, little anti-whiteness do do they have a word for that what is no, that anti-american whiteness yeah like, I'm, I'm not from <laughs> this country <laughs> you know i've never thought of that before in my mind but like people, what do white people call it when they're like i'm not one of those whites okay <laughs> they're gonna stop doing that soon but i know i'm not american I'm, I'm not i'm not that donald trump trash white <laughs> i've never seen white respectability before but mm-hmm. it makes so much sense yes she, she wants you to be crystal clear i am not make america great again white i'm not one of these yeah i'm not one one of these uh eat mcdonald's whites okay i'm from mm-hmm. sweden 
I am not one of these don't wear your mask whites. Mm-hmm. I pickle my herring, if you know what I'm saying. Come on. Your girl would never get caught in a McDonald's. Um, she's a tiny person, but she got a very big attitude. She tried to kind of come at me threatening to stomp on my dog and provoke me to beat her up she's like are you gonna hit me are you gonna hit me are you gonna call the cops she's been throwing air punches at me when we meet in the hallway she added (gasps) the women live three floors apart in the building what which makes me think was she doing this to all the white women no she targeted her purposely because i wonder why because a a lot of times it's like she, she felt like she would be the white woman to fall for the bait you know you know what i'm saying because you have a lot of white people out here trying to do the right thing and shit like that so she's like i wouldn't dare do that like what the hell is wrong with you and it's like oh you're white so i'm going to antagonize you antagonize you till i get a response out of you so then i could you know can say that i got locked up and this white woman abused me you know it's like it's like she was doing everything she can to kind of validate her blackness you know because that's that's mm-hmm. because other her than fake blackness yeah um, that's what i meant what i meant her blackness her, mm-hmm. her her not real blackness she was trying to validate it but niggas don't go around agitating white people we don't we whiteness is whiteness to us we don't care if you're sweetest italian whiteness we we don't have subsection of whiteness right oh my god this woman is insane uh but anderson said a crooks medium post confessing assuming a black identity was worrisome i just hope she gets the help she needs mm. karen zero out of 100 let me zero to a hundred. Oh, she get a hundred. She she sound like she's nuts. Like it's like mm. it's something mentally wrong with her. I give it a hundred as well because it's also one of them things. Oh, new session. Yeah, I'm about to go right now. No problem. It's also we see recording. No, let's go ahead. Pause. Okay. Okay, sweetness, go ahead. that fast oh my god i'm sorry it was 10 seconds oh my god sorry because i just stopped my thought process and i was like okay oh we we was talking about jessica cruz was talking about her white her her fake whiteness Mm -hmm. um and also i think that it's just so um oh you asked me about the score yeah 100 Mm -hmm. and it's very irritating because you can tell her behavior is like we talked about before somebody who is not truly black because mm-hmm. we don't go around agitating whiteness we don't go around irritating whiteness a lot of times the last thing we want is white people's attention on us like 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 we actually would prefer to be invisible but the problem is that we're invisible when we need to be invisible to them and then they turn around and look at us when we don't want them to look at us mm-hmm. and we're like you can go on the fuck on like they're like no i want to pay your attention now and you're like, the why the fuck you over here? Right. And so because black people have had a black experience and have had true interaction with whiteness in that manner, that whole thing is her just being crazy. Oh, I remember I was saying about that. I was going to say about the blue apron. For the fact that you threw this woman's blue apron out, if she would have had an attitude or called the police on you, even in her whiteness, it wouldn't have been a problem. Because you literally threw, you know, you threw two boxes away. You threw a hundred something, probably almost 200, depending on how many meals she had, but box $200 worth of food away. Mm-hmm. And that's the motherfucking problem. That's a problem. You know, black niggas ain't going to do that. Yeah, you get fucked up doing that. Right! She lucky. I, but yeah, a hundred. Um, mostly because of her imitation of blackness. It just really pisses me off. 
because that's what they fucking think we are man they really think we just sit around going woe is me i'm black the world is against me and y'all owe me everything and i'm always so angry and and all this shit and, and something was clearly off with her period but it ain't our responsibility and what she did was still heinous and she rode that shit to the top and the worst part like say what rachel dole is out of me you didn't have to do this Mm-mm. you could have been you could have done everything you did and been a white woman and still got accolades and all that shit right and 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 and, and it's, it's to the point where people are so paranoid by this quote-unquote infiltration of whiteness that white people that are white like they white white they ain't never claim nobody's blackness people are accusing them of being white and people and niggas is like that's a whole ass white person and they white and they ain't never claim whiteness you know they hang around us and they are familiar with our culture and they love our people but they they know that they're white and they will look you in your eye and say they white for 13 years this city banned saggy pants now officials have voted to repeal the law yay what yeah um officials in the south florida city have voted to repeal a law banning low waistbands in public spaces as a step towards providing fair policies to citizens uh you can see a sign no if ands or buts black citizens on wednesday the opalaka share uh kitty wait opalaka city uh commission members repealed saggy pants ordinances from 2007 to 2013 in a four to one vote who's the one holding out i don't give a fuck what y'all say george floyd died but that didn't change nothing for me put on the belt uh because that's this shit feels like george floyd died and this is another one of those like paint black lives matter on the Mm -hmm. streets thing Mm -hmm. the original 20 2007 the original 2007 city ordinance said that men could receive civil citations for wearing saggy pants with exposed underwear in city buildings and parks in 2013 the law was expanded to include women and public spaces uh since its inception the laws disproportionately affected certain segments of our population including oh, black, black and brown men and women you don't say because you never would see this with wranglers you know like no, we r- are, r- wranglers are meant to be booty butt tight and mm. up to the waist but you would never see a law saying we sick of tight ass wranglers okay mm-hmm. you we're, we're passing the law if you got wranglers on we are pulling you over writing your citation wranglers gonna be sure they hug all your body but mostly it's just another excuse that leads to more police interaction with black people of course and being that we know police are you know an antagonistic force towards a lot of black people causing a lot of anxiety grief and violence towards us um why would you want to up the number of interactions that are happening it also leads to more chances for something to go horribly wrong right because that's an excuse for them to come in and then they start checking for other shit and when the shit goes viral and we're burning down some fucking stores the video what they're gonna say is man with sagging pants killed by police it's not gonna say you know like like it's gonna basically be like they pulled this motherfucker over for sagging pants and then killed him you know forget whatever else happened in the interaction because that's the real truth it shouldn't have been an interaction right like somebody got sagging pants you drive on by who gives a fuck who cares 
Uh, but yeah so and it's just another way to do a stop and frisk type thing and a 500 dollar fine a motherfucker with sagging pants ain't got 500 dollars so now you probably put them in the system you're probably gonna get, get them on fucking uh they failure to appear in court that type of shit may not make bail depending on if you arrest them or not right um so yeah they they repealed the shit because of uh all these protests that are going on uh david says he believes the repeal of the city saggy pants law is an opportunity to implement the type of positive change needed to establish fair and impartial policies in the city yeah they shouldn't have been in the first place should not have been there in the first place zero to a hundred honey oh a hundred i give it 75 it was a hundred when they first instituted it but now that they've taken it back i'm only 75 fucked with okay hmm. this is a step in the right direction and we can finally get to to the place we want to be forgiveness and making peace okay that's what we want to do um all right we've been going for quite some time we already recorded an episode before this with keith and the girl Mm -hmm. uh, last week last week on keith and the girl i suggest you check it out it was fun it was you had a great time um you can get it for free for a month right now sign up keithandthegirl.com slash vip code tbgwt uh but we can't get out of here without talking about this motherfucking sword ratchetness oh also our guest tomorrow will be shalewa sharp yay one of our faves mm-hmm. so can't wait to talk to her now ratchetness time okay sword ratchetness is a segment where we talk about these people out here that got swords and are doing all types of crimes okay they're doing all kinds of stuff out here and i feel like we need some sword registration we need to know what is happening with these people man stabbed in a sword fight uh airlift wait man stabbed with a fighting sword totally different <laughs> airlifted from the shapin uh area my uh sunday uh so yeah uh Chappin, south carolina or is it Chappin, south carolina you know mm-hmm. i don't know this place mm-hmm. i've never heard of that one Chappin, been, been deep in south carolina but it's not like me. my lips in the winter y'all just chapping um um it's <laughs> what you call a woman when she got too many babies acting bad okay we call it chapping <laughs> that's not about right them kids is out there chapping uh a kid a man who was stabbed in the chest with a japanese style fighting sword oh had to be airlifted by a medical helicopter from the chapin area to prisma health regional trauma center at the palmetto richland campus on sunday uh lexington county sheriff's deputy provided the life-saving first aid for the patient at the scene until medical personnel could arrive according to a heavily redacted report provided by the lexington county sheriff's department why they had to redact so much i wonder Mm -hmm. it appears if there was some sort of conflict going on between a young man who was staying at this house and a middle-aged man who was in nearby richland county off of johnson marina road so are they protecting identities with somebody underage i don't know could be domestic violence ah that's true too a woman who was also at the chapin house and appeared to have been somehow involved in the conflict between the two men oh shit mm-hmm. got us a little spicy love triangle yes in the time of coronavirus 
somebody wanted that uh, double corn ping mm-hmm. the fact that the young man had been living there at the lake house also appears to have been the key to the dispute at some point sunday the suspect who was middle age a middle-aged man had threatened to come to shopping the shopping home from richland county possibly armed with an axe and a pistol uh he's axe cop now he threatened to attack the younger man he had a problem with when the lexington county deputy responded the first time the suspect was not there the deputy stayed with the couple for a short period of time but then eventually when the suspect did not show up the deputy went back on patrol the second time lexington county deputy was dispatched to the home was for a home invasion he was also told there was a fight in progress he activated his patrol vehicle's warning lights and arrived at the scene quickly when he got out of his suv the deputy drew his sidearm and cautiously approached the house the younger man met him at the door and told the deputy the victim of the stabbing was on the back porch at this point the deputy did not know the younger of the two men the one who he met him at the door was the individual who had been holding the sword when the other man was stabbed the deputy described the young, someone stabbed him with a sword. I don't know who. It just maybe just stepped on the sword. I don't know. That, that way, officer. Right. And you just walk past him. The deputy described the young man as being extremely excited. Yay! It's the police. Hey, <laughs> police in the house. That should have drawn suspicions. Like people ain't happy to see me. In this report, the deputy said the suspect was shaking and appeared to be hyperventilating uh the deputy proceeded around the house uh to the back porch at the direction of the person who met him at the door where he found the stabbing victim laying in the fetal position on the floor that person told the deputy he'd been stabbed so he radioed for lexington county ems he returned to this cruiser grabbed some medical equipment went back to re- to respond he then returned oh he went back to the porch and began to give care for the injured man who appeared to be stabbed just below his sternum in the area of his heart an officer from the police department arrived at the home to provide the sheriff's deputy with some backup. The officer cleared the home, stayed with the other man and the woman who were on the scene to a cruise from Lexington County EMS. Yeah, how come no one was copping to the cops at that point? Like, yo, this the nigga that did the stabbing? Oh, good question. Only then was he able to take a look, good look at the sword from the stabbing. It was a Japanese-style katana with a tanto tip. He also noted that there was blood on the blade. At that point, the deputies put the man who had been holding the sword at the time of the stabbing in the backseat of the patrol vehicle hmm. ems transported the patient to uh the helicopter um so no charges have been filed yet what and none of the people involved have been identified wow man it's it's, it's rough out here in these streets y'all yeah, be careful no because these was guns we would know Mm-mm-mm all right y'all we are out we'll be back tomorrow with shalewa sharp thank you for listening um until next time i love you i love you too